You're listening to NFT 365, the first daily podcast on NFTs with your host, Fanzo, talking crypto, blockchain, Web3, non-fungible tokens, metaverse, and what the f*** is a non-fungible token? We'll get to that. It's time for today's episode of NFT 365, the only daily NFT podcast minting an NFT every day for 365 days. Powered by the ADHD coin at rally.io, here's your host and digital futurist, the ADHD superpowered Brian Fenzo. This show is not financial advice, so do your own damn research. What's up, friends? Uh, welcome back to another episode of NFT 365. And, you know, I'm excited for the, the have a little conversation because I, I had a, you know, just actually just before I went to record uh, this episode today, I, I got a, a text message and it was kind of uh, perfect timing. I had a, a different plan for uh, this episode, but I will say as soon as I got the text message, I was like, oh, I was like, actually, this is a perfect one. And, you know, the question was set, and, and I'm going to kind of set you up for it because I, I think it, I'm going to put it a little bit more uh, perspective, but the question was really around like, hey, Brian, you know, my my son or daughter is, you know, uh, entering, you know, into college, and I was curious, what would I, what would you recommend that they study so that they are ready to take full advantage of like Web3 and NFTs outside, like when they're out of college? And it got me thinking, you know, like, I think for many of us, many of you that are listening to this, one of the things that I think can be sometimes a struggle is that, you know, like, where, what are the, like, the variables that are at play here that, that are important for us to, to know or understand, right? And I think a lot of the things that go on within Web3 and NFTs are very intertwined. Uh, what I mean by that is, you know, for you to understand, uh, you know, if, if a, if a project is rolling out a coin, you need to understand tokenomics and and crypto and what's the difference between like that coin and you know Ethereum or Bitcoin or Doge or Looks Rare or you know I mean any of any of those uh, type of coins and like also understanding things like um, market cap and liquidity and understanding you know what are some of the the trends that we look at. The other part of this is. You know, when you look at the, the different blockchains that NFTs are are being minted on, right? It's not just about like it really bothers me when someone says, "Well, why aren't you know people should be using uh, Solana because Solana doesn't have gas prices?" Uh, I'm not really sure that's the that is that the only value proposition of Solana. No, if you understand Solana as a blockchain, it's a whole different conversation that's happening. But you also have to st- understand what Ethereum, you know, what's happening in the future of Ethereum as far as with the merge and understanding with the, you know, kind of moving, um, you know, the type of, of blockchain and crypto that is kind of enabled on Ethereum and understanding the different layers, layer one and layer two uh, blockchains. And we also, when we get into the metaverse conversation is, you know, what are all, you know, and this is, I will, I will openly say like, this is probably my, you know, we, my weirdly, my, my weakest um, knowledge, my weakest place where I spend a lot of my time and somewhere that I'm going to uh, want to increase my knowledge of um, is around, you know, the, the true metaverse play as far as um, the different uh, platforms and how they even will coexist or, you know, how do you, how are we looking at, you know, the future of the metaverse as far as what's driving 
the different success aspects of uh, of the different metaverse platforms. Everything you know, you can just look at the the big names from Sandbox to uh, you know, I mean, if you if you want to kind of play it at like kind of like the the higher level, right? Or you if you want to kind of go a layer lower, right? There's I mean, the amount of different um, metaverse plays and land plays, of course, with the other side being launched uh, with Board Ape Yacht Club, and of course, you know, transforming. Uh, you know, this past weekend was you know uh, one of the biggest days in NFT history. But when I when I think about like like what are the things that we need to like study and learn, you know, I think the mechanics is what we don't need to study and learn, right? And and what I mean by that is a lot of people focus on like the tools or the data or the, you know, like what are the different exchanges? I want to know all the different exchanges, the way I can bring my money on. Well, I would actually argue that the, the understanding, you know, really a couple different factors here, right? You want to start to understand like, okay, what are the, the factors in the supply and demand of, you know, and I'm focusing here from an NFT perspective, right? So if, if you want to, if you want to increase your, um, level of expertise in, in NFTs. If you want to become a better collector, maybe you want to become a, a better, um, you, you want to launch your own collection in the near future. I would really double down on studying like some of the, the trends and the impacts, right? So like when, I mean, a perfect example was this past weekend, right? With the, the other side land um, being sold for with Board Ape Yacht Club and the Ape Coin. And of course the Ape Coin was then rolled out um in into OpenSea and congrats to you know Yugla Labs. Um I love seeing their success. I tweeted out that you know a lot of people talk about wag me or we are all going to make it. Yet those same people get bitter and mad that like they're they don't have a board ape yacht club, you know, board ape and they don't have they're not able to afford um the the land or uh you know maybe they, they passed on a mutant or they sold early. Like I look at all of these things as success, right? I think there's so many, like we're not competing, right? I don't think of other projects as competition and I want other projects to succeed because those are more use cases, more entry points, more, you know, um, people that want to be a part of this whole, you know, this whole equation and everything that we have going on. But I also will say like, it's kind of fun to like really study some of the nuances, right? So this weekend I've been studying, like what are what are what is like the way that people are positioning the people that are excited because they have they KYC'd their wallet, uh, which stands for know your customer, which really just means that you have to prove your identity and attach it to your wallet so that um, you know it kind of proves that that, that wallet is yours. Um, the 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 whole conversation around KYCing right and it, it, a lot of it was bringing me up flashbacks of of the online poker world which. You know, the online poker world did it wrong. We should not follow the online poker example, right? Fighting the establishment, not willing to bring in some re- regulation, some understanding of, of, you know, collaborating with Web2 and some understanding of, you know, really kind of bridging this gap. But I also think the other part of this that we should study is, you know, what are some of the, what are the, some of the ways that when... I found this on the web. Oh, <laughs> hey, look at that. How funny is that? When innovation happens that it kind of triggers, you know, a, a trend within the marketplace. So one of the things that I've been studying is, you know, Moonbirds, which was the first PFP project from the Proof Collective. You know, what, what, were, I, what I like was going back to was like, what was the very first tweet? How did, how did Proof Collective roll out originally? Like, what was their original strategy, right? So like, because I think it's so easy for us to be like, oh, well, 
if you have like a big name like Heaven Rose, then of course a project can be successful. But I would actually argue that there was a bunch of things that were done very well early on that allowed a lot of the like the 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 hype and the FOMO and really the right people into the conversation so that when they were able to drop their first PFP project, it wasn't a matter of will it sell out. It wasn't even a matter of will it, you know, the floor price increase, but it was like, how quick, like, what is that going to happen? And I actually think like our ability to social listen while also our ability to truly navigate the difference between like rumors, trends, and innovation. And so if I was going to give like an answer to the question, you know, around like places that we should study is like understanding the different blockchains and the technology, the underlying technology functionality of the blockchains is important. I also think it's important to understand the different nuances within Web3, everything from DeFi to DAOs to understanding, you know, an L2 versus an L1 uh, understanding the difference between a collective and and you know just an NFT project, understanding uh, derivatives and like some of the, those those nuances and 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 I would argue like the best place to kind of like study is to kind of like tackle each one of them and and jump into a Discord or buy an NFT that unlocks uh, you know some of those doors. The other thing that I would really recommend that we you focus and studying is really the human condition and digital empathy in 2022. Because yes, the technology of blockchain is exciting and cryptocurrency is exciting. But I would actually argue, like we just did an episode on marketing here on the podcast. If you're marketing your NFT project, marketing your NFT project really comes down to relationship building, really comes down to human connection and storytelling. If you think about like the best projects that you're a part of right now, a lot of that comes down to the humans that you're connected with. How, how is that community being facilitated? And so like my answer back to, um, to my friend who had texted and funny enough, I don't, I don't think, uh, I don't think he listens to the podcast cause, uh, for whatever reason, but he, he knows what I'm up to in this space. You know, like my answer back is like, you know, I think you could, you know, if someone wants to be a developer right now, it'd be a great time to lean into being a developer. But I think more so than anything, it would be understanding like true community building and understanding the ability to kind of roll with the punches and adapt and, and scale and kind of grow while also being able to handle things like uh, disaster recovery or crisis management. And so I think a lot of the, the skill sets here come back to like, really people skills, right? And they might be, you know, soft skills, but they, I think that the true people skills is where a lot of our, our, our focus must, you know, um, really reside. And like, you know, the ability to tell stories, the ability to be relatable online, the real, the ability to convey empathy, the, the ability to, when you're telling stories and you're, you know, you're putting yourself out there, the understanding, you know, vulnerability and the power of content. Uh, and let's face it. I mean, I mean, this kind of dawned on me now, just as I'm saying this now, but like, you know, a major gap in this space right now is content marketing as a whole. Like if you are a great content marketer and you are listening to this podcast right now, you should be, if you look at your favorite NFT projects that are whole, you're holding right now 
and think about all of the content they should be creating to build sustainability over long term, to, to be able to handle, you know, the, the NFT winter, to be able to um, onboard new users, to be able to scale and grow, right? If, it's one thing for us to talk about, man, these projects should be thinking like a business. They should be thinking not just like a, a one-off project. Well, you know what that requires? It requires a, a business plan, but it also requires like a content marketing plan. It also you know, requires a onboarding plan. It also requires like a turnover plan, right? When you have a high turnover, right? When you, maybe you, you early on only have 5% of your entire collection that are up for sale on a secondary market. Well, what happens when all of a sudden that hits 25%? Like, what is your plan for that? How are you planning for all of a sudden, maybe there's a bunch of FUD or maybe you have a whale that dumps the project, I think a lot of that comes down to like, how do we keep establishing the trust? How do we, how do we make sure that people know what we have going on? And here's the way that you don't do it. And I saw one of my favorite NFT projects do this today. And damn, it really frustrated me, man. I don't want to call them out, man. It's hard for me not to call them out. Ugh. They put out a message and said, you might not have heard from us in a while. And we've decided to not be like all the other frauds and just talk about things before they're done. We are no longer announcing or making messages until the products are finished. So bear with us and just know that we're working. Man, like how did that come out of your brand Twitter handle? And then I saw you reposted it like out in other channels because what that's pretty much saying is like, we know you don't trust us and we, and we would rather, you know, talk badly about other projects than to admit like that we've kind of dropped the ball. And it also tells us like, it's a very arrogant stance. It's a very much like, and like, what have you done as a project to convey that we should trust you? Like you've turned over your founders. You've not, Oh my goodness. So interestingly enough, like one of the skills that probably web three is going to need the most is communication skills as a whole, right? How do we communicate digitally? How do we communicate within the different mediums across the different, you know, how do we, you know, turn a PR or press release into great content, into great messaging, into great engagement, great things across the board. So, you know, I did an episode early on on the podcast about the skill sets needed for web three. And I would definitely go back and check that out because I still believe in that whole, you know, the skill sets I outlined in that episode, but I will tell you, like right now, like if we looked at the NFT space as a whole, we need people that are focused on education. We need developers. We need crisis managers, and we, we need people that understand how to handle like um, you know hacks and and drama and founders being you know um, you know, disappearing from projects. We need uh, you know a, a kind of a bridge to understanding like how do projects that launched without a business plan create a business plan right we need like that skill set and we also really just need people that understand like the power of storytelling and vulnerability and doing it in a way that isn't you know coming across as uh, (laughs) i mean i hate to say it but a lot of the the project storytelling right now is a what we want to tell you not what we are doing that we are excited about it's very one directional it's very it's very like blockbuster hollywood style and like 
I will leave you with this. And it's a, it's a thing that I've been saying on stage forever. If you're marketing like a billboard, right? Think about the billboards on the side of highways, right? That is a static message. And most of those billboards are sold for ridiculous amounts of money because they're like, look at the projected eyeballs that are driving by your, you know, this billboard sign. But here's the thing. If your marketing is static and just kind of throwing stuff in people's face like a billboard, you can't expect non-billboard results. I mean, because anyone driven by a billboard and be like, wow, that brand cares about me or man, they really get me. Or have you driven by a billboard and said, I know that they must really are involved in their community? No. So you can't market like a billboard and expect community and human and trust results. You must actually embrace and market as a human and build trust and rapport and content and put your message out there and bring people in and empower people and add transparency to your entire equation if you want those results. Because if you just continue to market and position your projects and your brand and your things like a billboard, you're going to get billboard results. And I don't think any NFT project is going to thrive with billboard results. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. As always, we are super powered by the ADHD coin over on Rally. And as I said, super powered. Don't forget that. You might hear that a little bit more in the near future. But until tomorrow, cheers. Cheers.